Okay. Hello. Thank you for joining us on a special episode of uh, Why Theory. Todd, thanks for coming down so we could do this live. Oh, I'm glad to do it, Ryan. I'm very happy to be uh, talking to you uh, with my face. <laughs> you know, I think that that's, that's pretty good, not just the voice. So this is. Although I don't think it's a different experience for people who listen. That's true. It's like, it's, it's, it is the same thing. It, is the same. it makes, yes. makes no difference to anybody right. else. Just to us. Yeah, so, just to us. Okay. okay. Uh, so uh, this episode um, is about uh, conspiracies, conspiracy theories uh, specifically. And uh, just a quick, uh, this is the reason why I was drawn to talk about, I've talked about this to you before. I sometimes teach about it. Uh, but I noticed on SoundCloud, um, uh, one of our related tracks was related to the QAnon conspiracy theory uh and i thought like i was like oh my god i was like is this this is this the algorithm that we're getting put into that we we're pumping out conspiracy? that's pretty frightening it's pretty fr- well yeah. but then i looked at the other ones and basically like i think soundcloud's algorithm is just not uh very good ma- it's not mature okay. let's say okay. because anything that's political just gets dumped into being the exact same thing so okay. Uh, so that's that's comforting, which right. would be a, another theme of the show. Right. So um, what we're going to do, I'm going to lay out... We're not going to proffer any conspiracy No, we're not going to proffer. <laughs> no. Um, what Instead, what we're going to do is I'm going to lay out what I see as the four major problems with every conspiracy theory. Right. They're active uh, and at work in every single one. Right. And uh, I'm going to offer right at the top our... The, the thesis statement uh, that I think you endorse. Yeah. Yeah, which is that there is no conspiracy theory that is not at once a theory of comfort. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. And uh, build up to that. There are, so there are four problems with every conspiracy. Uh, and I'm going to name, just say what they are, and then we're going to get it d- develop them. Yeah. Uh, there are issues with the role of the government, the role of the media, a conflation of impossible and unprecedented. And then the final thing, which hooks into the thesis statement, is that if you push the stakes like of the conspiracy theory itself, if you push it as far as you can, it is far more comfortable to believe the conspiracy than it is to believe the quote official story right right yeah. right I think the only thing I would add I wonder if you think this is right that for government you could just say the leader sure. who's performing the conspiracy right? yeah like yeah, whatever yeah. the leadership is because mm-hmm. it could it could be like we're gonna talk about a sports conspiracy later oh, that yeah <laughs> that is not has nothing to do with the government per right. se, but it's it has to do with the governing body of the sport. It is, I think, yeah, it definitely. And I, I think it's it's interesting. So let's get into that one right now. Okay. So uh, the formulation that I had it initially, and then we can talk about like where what the, it might need uh, amending, okay. is that the government uh, in, let's say, the 9-11 conspiracy theory or uh, you know, Sandy Hook, doesn't really doesn't matter. Those are the two that I'm, I'm going to refer to throughout the podcast. Yeah. The government occupies two impossible positions at once. It it uh, occupies this position of complete authority and intentionality, right. and the ability, like the government, can do absolutely everything. It can get uh, it, it can get people uh, in line to uh, uh, to shoot children, to 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 push gun control that never happened. Right? right? Uh, it, it can get. Um, you know, uh, terrorists in position to fly planes into buildings uh, and, uh, where no one, no one's the wiser. And it can organize all the security guards to let them through. Absolutely. Absolutely everything. Yeah. It's all part of the plan. 
And at the same time, they are a c- complete bunch of fuckwits who didn't plan it well enough. So, because we know about it, <laughs> right. you know right. It, th- that there's so that the 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 other and maybe this goes into your point. Yeah. In a, any conspiracy theory, the other is both not lacking and completely lacking. Right. I think plus the the it's interesting position that the subject occupies. Right. Yeah. Like the subject is always. It, the subject never accounts for itself. Like, that's mm. what you're saying. Yeah, like, the right, subject right. never accounts for its own ability. Like, how could it ever get the knowledge of the conspiracy if the conspiracy was so effective? Right, right. right. Like, that's, it, it would be, that's what you're saying. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Some, I think that's a great point. Yeah. yeah, it's, well, it's one of the things, too, where, like, um, will people, I, I, I say this to, to my students, that, like, people freak out about the algorithm. Oh, the algorithm knows everything. Yeah. Netflix is just watching us. To, they, they, they know what we want, and they're just putting out things that we like. Netflix, and, and it's like, well, if you can see the algorithm, it's not working that well. That's right. And that you should find some, there's a level of like liberation that you should feel about that. It's right. when you you don't know that that there's something going on. That's that's when I think there is something ins, I, in, I, potentially insidious. I think that's a great point. I saw this interview with Slavoj Dijek and he said they, someone said to him, this guy said to him, isn't it terrible? Like they they're now observing all of our emails and mm-hmm. everything that we write. To each other, all our communication, and and Slavoj's like, yeah, it doesn't bother me so much. And this guy about has a heart attack. Yeah, and he goes, you know what? He goes, I all my theor. This is Slavoj. He's like all my theoretical texts. He goes, <laughs> he goes, I see some like security analysts reading them. He goes, it would be like giving Hegel's logic to a cow. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's the perfect. I mean, that's exactly what you're saying. That that we assume that the people or the system observing that knows what it's doing yeah yeah right and yeah. they know they know ex- they would know exactly what to do with the information right. that, that we're giving out there which which i think uh gives uh a, a, a too too much credit to to those uh to those observing um b- because it's the again and it's part of this one of the core beliefs of any conspiracy theory which is that like the 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 other has it completely figured out right the, and that they they know they know how to get you they know what it is uh it, it's a, a student I, I i remember you saying this to me i said something to you that like about paranoia that like isn't uh i'm forgetting, forgetting what they said but like isn't there paranoia in in any like like kind of critical thinking or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. And you said that to me and I said, if you can see the paranoia, you know that it is not critical thinking, right? right? It, it, right. And ascribing too much intentionality to, to those observing you to the other at all is uh, basically, and I think this is what, what we're going to pull out in this. It's basically to find God in secular spaces. Right. And I think the the psychoanalytic formulation of that is there's no other of the other. Right. And paranoia and conspiracy theory is the belief in the other of the other. That is, there's this other behind the scenes, behind yeah. the big other. The deep the, state. The deep state, yeah. exactly, that really knows and is not lacking. Like, okay, So I accept the big other is lacking. We mm-hmm. see the face of lack. Yeah. But then... There's a secret behind the curtain yeah. that is not lacking. Well, this, and so that's yeah. why, I mean, I think Wizard of Oz is basically oh, an ideological yeah. film, but it yeah, does yeah. show mm-hmm. that the... the, the, the Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. The man behind the curtain doesn't yeah. know what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a great point. And it, it, uh, and you just reminded me that like part of the 
part of the 9-11 conspiracy theory to make up with the two impossible positions. It's like, well, everyone knows Bush is an idiot. It's like, yeah, well, but he didn't know because it was Cheney. It was Cheney. Because right. Cheney knows. You know, right. that's the other of the other, right? right. Like, right. So that's how you... That's how you um, I don't know if I brought this up on, on this podcast before, but I love this line in Shakespeare uh, in uh, Twelfth Night when they're playing a uh, they're playing the trick on Malvolio. They're trying to make him believe that uh, Mariah is in love with him, mm-hmm. and he sees this this love note, and it's addressed to M A O I, and he's elated because it's written in, in his lady's handwriting yeah. and he looks at it and he says M why that begins my name <laughs> and then he says A follows as well but then the next letter is I and he says and he's like that's that's not that, that that's not right and then he, he he's holding in his hand he says but if I crush it a little <laughs> right it's just great logic in Shakespeare so yeah. if he if you if you crush it a little right it, it makes perfect sense that's so like again yeah. yeah like you yeah. yeah like of course everyone knows Bush is an idiot so uh Cheney. See, I wonder. I wonder. What, I think it's a great point. I wonder what you think of Vice in this light. That, that I haven't seen it. Oh, you haven't seen it. Yeah, okay, yeah, but yeah, Vice. No, but yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot of problems with it. For one thing, it makes Lynn Cheney guilty of all of Dick, uh, Cheney's, Dick Cheney's Vice. Yeah. Uh, but it does portray him as an idiot. Like he basically, mm. like he's just a kind of beer drinking cowboy, and does so. He's like Bush. I like that. I, so I, that's I think sort of interesting. Ideologically, but, I, 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 but the I other, like that the a main lot. problem with the film is it's just it's as if the right wing is just motivated purely by power and there's no other. Right, like just, they're superheroes, you know, or super yeah. villains. I yeah, should yeah, say, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, yeah, right. They're like Marvel villains. So that it's problematic. But yeah. um, anyway, so let's go on. Go to your yeah, go ne- to your next one. Yeah. So the next one is the the role of the media. Uh, now, in any conspiracy theory, mainstream media reports are nonsense and. There is and and people uh, who proffer conspiracy theory, you know, Sandy Hook, nine eleven, whatever, uh, will often point to um, mistakes, like factual mistakes in mainstream reporting, Washington Post, New York Times, whatever. Right. And quite often, they are actually right because right. when something that big, uh, uh, breaking news is 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 happen- happening, and it's a there's a great line in 30 Rock. It's a 24-hour news cycle. We don't have time to get it right anymore, you know? And, like, that's yeah. actually that's actually what it is, is that everyone's trying to get the details, and they think someone is credible, so they'll say, I was there, and I saw right. 14 people carried out. And then the number is reduced, and people are like, what happened to the other seven? Right. And it's like, they didn't exist, because the report... You're right about the report right. being wrong, but then what you're saying is it's part of this larger conspiracy to hide what really happened. And so um, mainstream media reports for this reason cannot be relied upon. Um, And the way that conspiracy theories are supplemented vis-a-vis evidence is alternative media reports that often lack any level of scrutiny. So like 9-11 has a real famous one where um, there's apparently some document, and I, I, I used to know this a little bit better than I do now, but there's some document mm-hmm. of about engineers, like a bunch of engineers have signed it to say yeah. that two buildings, jet fuel doesn't melt steel, right? Two buildings under pressure from of, of planes would not fall. Like it simply wouldn't. All these engineers have, okay? And I want to, I just want to ask you like live, there's a there's a little slippage there, and what do you, what do you think it is? It, it real they are real real engineers who have signed this thing, but what is the little slippage being uh, that 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 information is hinging on? 
Well, that they can calculate what happens when two planes run into the buildings, right? That that's one. Also, engineer is like a signifier without a right, signifier. Right, right, you know, right, right. You know, that, so, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's like that's like the so your the first thing you said that's the big point, which is like which actually leads into your is that your final? No, that'll be the third, third one. Point. But we got yeah, yeah. we got to do a little bit, okay, a, okay. Little, a little bit to get there. No, but, I'm not trying to. I wasn't trying to get. I wasn't trying to skip ahead. I okay. just was trying. Yeah, to yeah. Get. No, no, you're right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, that just very, very good. We'll hook back to it. But the so the um. The thing with the the engineer thing is that no, I, I don't know if it's like a structural engineer or build, like I don't know the, the actual name, but nobody whose job it is to know like uh, the construction of a building, a high rise building or anything. No one whose job it is to do, they, they didn't sign this. It's only like other people who can call themselves engineers for other reasons. That's it. So literally, yes, engineers have signed it, and it just uh, works on the like conflation of one term to like to like a general type right, right? right. like from kind to, to type right so that um and that just doesn't hold up on like the like the two seconds of scrutiny right you know right. but that's what happens in conspiracy theories is that like the sources that are worth relying on are these fringe ones that like yeah they have problems but you know what they got the real truth in it right, right you know right, and right. whereas the mainstream ones that yes they do have problems but for like kind of legitimate reasons they're not to be trusted at all although I mean what's interesting I have a couple things to say about that sure. I think it's exactly right I was thinking of two of the vaccination thing like mm-hmm. so my not my I was gonna tell you exactly who this was but <laughs> someone I know um Absolutely, as a vax conspiracy person. Okay. Okay. And he, it's a he, he, and I said, well, and, and he has like mountains of evidence right. from alternative websites sure. that prove it. And then I said, well, there was this recent huge study. Oh, yeah. Sort of debunking the, 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 the anti vaccination position. And I, I, I just brought it up to him. And he goes, well, what do you think they're going to say? Yeah, yeah, right. So, right. again, it's exactly <laughs> what you said. So the alternative gets complete credence, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. anything mainstream gets utter suspicion. Right. Although I did, would, would say this. What's interesting to me is it's not the proper kind of suspicion about right. the mainstream. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, there should be some suspicion about CNN and MSNBC. For sure. Because... They're advancing a corporate agenda, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Like even Rachel Maddow and Chris Hayes or whoever, like mm-hmm. they're advancing a corporate. I mean, they're part of NBC. Yeah, they're not like they're they're not part of I don't know the TASS or something. Do you, do you remember? Do you remember in 2016 and uh, the primaries when I, I think uh, the Washington Post like fell over themselves to publish like three anti-Sanders articles in like two minutes? It was like. It was just stunning. Right. Yeah, well, but yeah. even like MSNBC, Chris Matthews goes berserk when he hears Sanders talk about yeah. socialism. Yeah, right, right. I mean, they find, it's interesting, they find Warren much more comforting than Sanders. But yeah, I mean, I don't know if that's fair. I mean, she, but she does insist that she's a capitalist yeah, right, at any, right. every opportunity she gets. And Sanders does, does not. Yeah, right. yeah. Right. It's and it's interesting, like, uh, on this as well, like, the proper amount of suspicion or... Maybe, well, where the suspicion which, is direct. Yeah, maybe think, that's yeah. where it should be. It's a, it's a really good point. Like, with... Um, I, this was a few months back, like, uh, when Ocasio-Cortez was talking about... Uh, I believe she tweeted out some... Uh, some something about, like, her, uh, her marginal tax rate. There's some uh, some study about... 
um, what what it would do, like the amount of mo- the money that it was the seventy percent marginal tax. Rate. Yeah, 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 yeah. That um, and it was in a tweet, and she said in the tweet that uh, it, she later amended this that like like it, it was quickly, something about the defense budget or something. I think it, it might have been. I don't remember it exactly, but basically the 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 mistake was that she um, she conflated uh, like a, an overall. Um, an overall goal that it would accomplish when really it would do something like a little bit smaller. And it wasn't, it, it didn't defeat her point. It didn't, def- the, the numbers right, weren't wrong. Right. She just kind of mis- uh, misaligned what the conclusion should have been. And the Washington Post went in and gave her, you know how they have like the number of Pinocchios? Pinocchios. They gave her the number of Pinocchios equal to Trump's greatest lies as a president. And afterwards, then they invented a new level of lying for for Trump because they were criticized for this like uh, how could you like like really like how could you conflate like do again she misdirected the conclusion but everything she said was right and the general thrust of her argument was correct how can you equate that to you know what I mean like the 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 people who were celebrating 9-11 right the right. Muslims who were like you can, like how can you possibly you can't equate the two right and so then they right. had to invent a new scale because I think they realized well, they were caught invaded a, by a southern horde exactly right? yeah because right. they realized that they were caught and they're like oh yeah. damn it, we can't we gotta go yeah. on. you know so um but yeah that's the that's the proper it's it's always like I mean this is always a good thing like if, if you are um if you're questioning like if you're questioning downward, like people d- down you, like like below you, like a uh, like class like wise or people who are struggling, you're probably misdirecting your suspicion. It should probably be at the corporate level, I think. It, it, generally interesting. Speaking. Well, yeah. I mean, I think it. That's interesting. I think it should be structural. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I think that isn't the left leftist. Like I think in some way that's a difference between right and left, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that. The left sees uh, sees the problem of the structure, mm-hmm. and for the right, the problem is always personalized. Yeah, right. So right. that means isn't that also why the right can never be universalist mm-hmm. because it, its its opponent is always a personal enemy. Yeah. Whereas the left, the opponent that is never an enemy, and mm-hmm. it's a, more of a structure, and yeah. so. The, the leftist position is to say, like, come join us. Yeah, right, right. In our it, it struggle against yeah. this structure. I yeah. mean, right. It needs, it needs to be. Yeah. Well, when I say left, I no, just I know what you, I think yeah. is the I, is the right position of the left, not what actual the, left. Right, mainstream left. Right. Whatever they call themselves yeah, do. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's just my way of speaking. No, no, no. Yeah, I think you're yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. No, I think uh, you're totally right. I mean, and this is why you can see the total, like... It, it, in a lot of ways, the ideological victory of the right is when people who identify as, I don't know, liberals or, or on the left side of the political spectrum say like, well, we wouldn't need to uh, legislate against um, oil companies if everyone just did their part with recycling or with what. And it's like that. It, what a victory for conservative thinking right. that right. it is the uh, it is personal responsibility of, of individuals to fix a larger social. See, but this problem. is again, I think, yeah. directly related to this last problem of conspiracy yeah. theories that you were talking about. Because yeah. okay, we shouldn't be suspicious of particular oil companies yeah. for manipulating us. We should be suspicious of the entire industry. capitalist oh, well, yeah. that industry in particular, but the entire capitalist structure for what yeah. it's like. The, the, and that, I think that's the point: is that the individual, 
and if and I think this is the leftist point that if some individual didn't do it, mm-hmm. someone else would yeah, because right, right. that's the whole point of the capitalist structure. Like you don't, it, it sort of takes the guilt of the person and puts it onto the structure itself. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. if you you happen to be the one exploiting. That's fine, but you can stop exploiting. Someone else will move right into your position and right. start doing it. Yeah, I when I um, I remember when I was in undergrad and I was also you know working at Walmart. As yeah, you know. yeah, I don't I know. Do. If, I don't know if I've said this in the podcast. I can't remember if I have or not. But um, we're going to do a special Walmart podcast. We <laughs> yes, we should probably. That, that's interesting, actually. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll broadcast from Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> I think they'd let me do that. I still have friends at where where it was, but but um. Yeah, I remember I, uh, I I had someone who was a, a a fleeting friend, you know, as you get in college and in high school, who he found out. Those I, are all my friends are fleeting. <laughs> <laughs> he found out I worked at Walmart, and he was just like, "How could you do that?" He's like, "Don't you know what they do?" Don't you? But the, uh, and and I remember, even at the time where I was not, I, I didn't know as nearly as much about politics or how anything worked as I do now, or just the whole thing. I was like. As he was saying it, I was like, yeah, but like, don't you think that they're like a symptom of a much bigger problem? And he was like, well, it's a pretty big symptom. And I was like, all right. And then I think I just said, okay, which is like, the, yeah. you know, what I tried to do if someone is, is like coming at me and they're not going to be satisfied with any response. Well, that's say, interesting okay. the, yeah. that you're kind of linking conspiracy theories to boycotts of specific corporations that we deem evil yeah. in contrast to the whole... Like, no <laughs> one's true. boycotting capital. Nobody boycotts capital. I yeah. think this is interesting, yeah. by the way, in terms of... This is a little far afield, but in terms of BDS, the Boycott, Divest, uh, oh, Sanction yeah. Program Against Israel. And mm-hmm. I and I have a friend who, who said... Our union, one of our union reps, proposed that UVM join BDS. Yeah. And this guy who's Jewish wrote in, he said, um, why Israel? Mm-hmm. And he's like, and then he goes, why not Saudi Arabia? Yeah. That's a pretty good question. And I think it's because to boycott Saudi Arabia would be like, that'd be painful. Yeah. Because of that oil, yeah. you know, a yeah. lot of things. And so, and it's not very hard to boycott Israel. So I think, That's I wonder how much these store boycotts and things are conform to that sort of conform yeah. to that problem and also just buy into this whole conspiracy theory of there's one individual and I think that's another related to what you're talking about that conspiracy theory always makes an individual or group of individuals at fault uh-huh. and never this the larger structure at yeah. fault. and that ties to the idea of the other of the other right because the big other is the larger structure right and the other of the other is this hidden little group behind a <laughs> little right, cabal right. that's really dictating things it's so funny and, and like every I, I wish I had said this at the top but maybe I could say this at the end as well but Every conspiracy theory always seems to be transgressive and radical, but right. it, it it is not. And this this will well this uh, will come back to this in my my last one, but uh, in the 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 fourth one. But th- this it kind of gets into it as well, which is that like you even in in these kinds of protests is that like you get to. Uh, you know, don the 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 mask of uh, of, of being like a, a liberator, of being like the the people who fought for this country in 1776 or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, you get you get to affect that that sort of uh, political investment while not aiming your uh, I don't know your your uh, 
revolutionary efforts at at, at the target right. that right. would actually lead to the, the, the sort of the absolutely. System. It's absolutely never right. aimed at the system, right? right? It's always aimed at the symptom, which I think is right. maybe uh, right. a, a, a good term uh, for this podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, so the third the third level is the uh, different, and we've kind of been talking about it, so maybe we don't have to spend so much time at it, is the conflation of impossible with unprecedented. Right. Like, I remember, you know, I, I was in the eighth grade when, uh, eighth or ninth when, grade. During the moon landing? Yeah, during the moon landing, <laughs> yeah. Uh, when, uh, when, <laughs> when, the, uh, uh, on uh, 9-11, and that, when, as I, you know, was getting older, like, pe- like people just, I would just hear this from people I went to school with or, like, on the radio or whatever, and, and just, like, you know, it's impossible for two buildings to come down like that yeah. without there being an explosion from the base. It's impo- right. it's and really it's it just never happened already. We d- never saw like like all whatever calculations you want to make like I mean you don't know exactly like how much stress was on that building from even being a building right. you know and then there was right. the other terrorist well, attack from 94 I, and of course they said it was all fine and I'm sure it was fine for but, but you don't know and and even this what I'm doing like to to like to poke the holes and thing that's the wrong way right, around it's absolutely the wrong way to you, you it. it's just that what you're just saying something's impossible that never happened and right. the, you said the moon landing and the moon landing is a good one it's a right? great example yeah. it's like it's like we couldn't have done it we didn't have the tech to do, but it's just like we just did just didn't happen already that doesn't make it impossible that's one of the best parts of interstellar I think when the yeah. remember when they the like the the oh, idea yeah. of a faked moon landing has become not just par- not yeah. just a conspiracy theory, but the, they, they the common sense because it bankrupted the the Russians bankrupted themselves. Right, yeah, right. and it, and and there and that's the thing is that like and I think that's actually pretty great about that that moment in Interstellar is it, it keys in on the logic of the conspiracy theorists is that it always it always seems more logical than to believe what factually happened. Right. It like like the position of. Um, Doubt and skepticism, uh, which I th- would want to protect those words. It's really the position of cynicism. Right. That the impossible cannot happen. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think that's a great point. And I think in this way, conspiracy theory is related. And this is ironic, I think, to the, a denial of the category of the real. Right. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. its idea is that the symbolic is whole. Yeah. Like it, that there's what, what seem like. Moments of impossibility, because the the whole point about the real is it's the point at which the impossible happens. Yeah, yeah. That the impossible can happen. I think Eric Santner calls it a secular miracle. Mm, can, and like good. maybe the moon landing is a secular miracle, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And and at least I I think this new documentary Apollo Eleven presents it as a secular miracle. Mm. Um, but I think I think that the conspiracy theory allows you to th- see that that no miracles happen. Yeah. Like, yeah. so that, that everything is just, there's no birth of Christ. There's no, <laughs> you know, there's yeah. no, there's no moon landing. There's mm. no, uh, jihadists that take down, uh, yeah, right. buildings. Yeah. I mean, look, I, again, I think you're right to not want to point logical holes in it mm. because then you've, you, you've, you've submitted yourself to the logic. Like, yeah. like you can't say, 
like once people once you start the argument like no Muslims really aren't like you've already lost yeah right right, right, right you've right. already like given mm-hmm. right because what about these Muslims and that right, and then you have right. to be like well but there are more and then you're having issues you're, you the have, question should be always turned back on the person yeah. like why do you need the idea what what yeah. why do you need the idea of the Muslim terrorist trying to impose Sharia law yeah on you, you know? to support your political beliefs right, your, right. your political right. enterprise like yeah yeah so that's what I yeah because it, it's clearly functioning for the subject and has nothing to do with the actual argument. But I think the point is that the impossible does happen. So it's interesting that you said conflates unprecedented and impossible. Yeah, you could just say doesn't believe in the, the impossible. impossible. Yeah, that's pretty good. I yeah. like that. Yeah. I like that revision. Yeah, that's that's really good. Like the, and I think also um, it, it another way of putting it too is that it doubts the probable which is like wait a minute after years of the united states like doing whatever they have done and be guilty and admitted to in the middle east well three wars three wars four million four million million middle eastern people killed i mean there's no consequences right like that like that like it's like no that would never happen and it's like you know in uh i I brought this up before like the uh, i remember when the um the aurora shooting in the um movie theater here happened in colorado that it was like it's impossible for someone to have that that amount of guns if they were mentally and it's like really in this country in this country that's impossible for them to have that the amass that arsenal it's it's just nonsensical it's like wait like sandy hook as as well it's like really it's possible somebody would shoot the kids and there's and and like that that that's just the that's what's gonna happen with the gun culture in the united states that that is it's inevitable it's not impossible it's probable it's almost impossibly probable right or that what do you think about that malaysian plane I think it was uh, um, MH370 yeah. that just disappeared. Disappeared, yeah. Like, impossible. Right. How could it... No, well, the, it's a big planet. Yeah. You know? Like, it's a big <laughs> planet. And it's 70% covered by water. Yeah. And, you know, we can't search all those oceans. There and, was a guy... There's a guy who um, uh, played... I think this was for Cardiff City. He, he played uh, soccer in their, in their Premier League. And... He was on a small plane that was flying from, I believe, from France to England. Uh-huh. It's not a long flight, but he was in a small fl- plane, and the plane disappeared. And for days, they didn't know where the plane was or if anyone had lived it or whatever. And then they were able to find, like, I mean, the English Channel, like, I mean, you want to talk about this this point you're making, like, the planet's much bigger than the English Channel. It's not a very big place. And it took a long time for yeah. them to find wreckage to, to and to figure out what might have happened. And it's, you know, it's a pretty good point. Well, that's like this, this is no longer a conspiracy theory, I think, but this idea of the Bermuda Triangle, that all oh, these yeah. planes yeah. and ships just disappeared. Yeah. When I was a kid, like, I used to read all those books about yeah. it. And it was a... But it's funny how it just all of a sudden stopped being a place. That it's not a thing anymore. Yeah, it's like as technology's gotten better, I guess, you know what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah where yeah. do they? Yeah, or well, Amelia Earhart. A lot of these disappearances were were chalked up to Jimmy Hoffa. Oh yeah. Oh, conspiracy. Jimmy Hoffa is buried in the Meadowlands yeah. under the goalposts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, which and this brings us to to the last point, which sort of hinting at and talked about earlier is that. Uh, there's always a, an element of morality to to a conspiracy theory that it's easier to get behind. It is just it's easier to believe the conspiracy morally and emotionally than it is to believe the truth. Like part of the um, 
9-11 conspiracy is, I don't know if you ever listened to um, uh, Jesse Ventura oh, talk yeah. about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. So, the ex-governor of Minnesota and ex-professional wrestler. Yeah. I only knew him for his political work. <laughs> Not, I was just too young to know him as an actor. No. Uh, so, um, the, <laughs> the, yeah, so he had, he had this whole thing about, because um, people would talk to him about it and be like, well, what about the phone calls? that loved loved ones received from people on the planes. Yeah. And they were like, no, it's impossible to get cell phone service of that you can't and so it's like, well what about all the what about all the voicemails people got? And so the conspiracy theory had to, you know, had to cover up that hole. Right. And what it was is like Ventura, I remember him saying this on the radio, it was like that the uh, the Pentagon has developed uh, mind control and voice masking technology. Okay? Right. And and then it's like, well, where are these people? And then it's like, well, they got disappeared. And just like, like poke at that a little bit. It's like, what's more comforting that um, a, a group of, you know, it, compared to America's wars, lightly funded individuals can uh, commit a, an, an atrocity on the scale of 9-11 or that it's part of a larger government plan uh, nobody really died. People were tricked. There's voice masking technology. These people are just disappearing. It's, it's part like there's something that seems transgressive and radical because right. like the government's controlling everything. But really take a step back from that. Oh, the government's controlling everything. There's a reason for it. There's a logic for it. And what's so funny about the 9-11 yeah. conspiracy theory is that it never accounts for like, well, if the whole thing was a plan to go invade Iraq for oil, why was Colin Powell lying to the UN about weapons of mass destruction? Right. The, the, they could have just done that and not, you know, taken down uh, monuments. In the, you know. Or why not put Iraqi... Uh, terrorists on the plane right, if they instead were, of all Saudis. If, exactly, <laughs> if they were in so much control of it. But again, that gets that gets into the minutiae of the logic, right? Right, Which, right, but, right, right. But right, it does right, show, right. but that but that's sort of the bigger... The but bigger you're right. Point. I mean, the com- the point is that it's comforting, yeah, right? The point yeah. is that it's comforting. And No I think, children died in Sandy Hook. It was, right. it was all to pass gun control. I wonder what you think of the relationship between... Just you, you saying that made me think of that, this, between conspiracy theory and... Theodicy. That is like okay. the justification of evil, and like we have the existence of God, and we have to justify the existence of evil yeah, in the world. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Leibniz wrote write a, wrote a famous book called The Theodicy, and it's a pretty good book actually. Mm-hmm. And and he goes through, and I mean that's where he claims that we live in the best of all possible worlds. Oh, okay, not the best world or the perfect world, but the best of all possible worlds. So mm-hmm. if there are children that die, mm-hmm. it's in order that some other thing can work out okay yeah because it's all part of god's master plan right mm-hmm. like it, so it all fits in i think there's a real lineage between the idea of theodicy that god has a master plan yeah and the conspiracy theory right yeah. and i i even think fundamentalists are in that this sense conspiracy if they believe in this master plan mm-hmm. of god conspiracy theorists a lot of sports stars do this like they'll score a goal yeah or they'll get a touchdown and they'll go I, thanks to God, God for yeah. for yeah. helping me get to the and okay. A lot of people say like, well, why wasn't God on the other team's side? Or <laughs> yeah, whatever. yeah. But that of course you're already on the logic of the people, right? Yeah. Like what you said is why do you why why would why do you need God's plan in order to do what you're yeah what you're why doing? didn't you do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, and I think right, it's it's like this. Um, well, right, isn't that like a hum- like it's like a. a 
humble brag. Yeah, it's like a humble <laughs> brag. Yeah, you know. And and uh, one of the other the things you were saying reminded me of like um, I think folklore is like this too. Like the the folk the the idea of the changeling. You know. This? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's the same thing. Like so, you know. What's more comforting to believe that like crib death and sudden infant death syndrome, like in an era that like couldn't really conceptualize it in the past, yeah. or your child is alive somewhere and it was just replaced with a dead one, but your child's off with the fairies, like like living, like that's much better, much better. I even think, and this is one I think we even maybe disagree. Maybe I don't know if we disagree. Okay, sure. But the JFK assassination, like I think it's much more comforting to think it was all this massive conspiracy with yeah. Johnson and Castro and yeah. the CIA, yeah, somehow yeah. all working together. Yeah, uh, and the grassy knoll is where they really killed him from. Than mm-hmm. to think this one guy did it, although. That one guy can kill the president. One guy can kill the president. And then I, you know, I think the point the fall that follows that is one guy can just kill you much yeah. more easily because the president is the most protected person in the world, right? Yeah. So yeah. so I think I, that's a good example. Although that's one that I'm not sure that I <laughs> <laughs> because the, the fact that Oswald was killed so soon after he killed Kennedy makes yeah, you think that there's some by a guy funny. who was dying of cancer. It's like <laughs> That's a little. <laughs> that's you know. funny. That's funny. That well, this yeah, this was what I had wanted to do is to to end the the podcast with like the conspiracies that that, that you and I believe because you know, okay, well let's hold off because we're, <laughs> we're not because we're we're non 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 dupes here, um, <laughs> but the yeah no I, I think that I mean even in that example with the Jack Ruby like 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 that doesn't that con- it con- coheres to. A, a, a logic that like yeah you know like I mean that's it's pretty convincing it's you know because you and you can always even well it even, fits to your impossible unprecedented yeah, thing right. I think too yeah and it well it, it fits in with, with with like okay all right all right so let's say let's say the Oswald thing was was legit how do you explain Jack <laughs> you know like right like it's, it's just like always another level yeah, right you know right, of uh, right. that that evinces right. the plan so that if 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 so, maybe Oswald wa- wasn't a plant, but but Ruby was because everyone was like, "This is great!" Right. Like every, all of Castro, the you know CIA, they right. got, you know, and no, I agree. And it's all like it, it is all more. You know, I, I wonder if I you would say yeah. that we have an ethical duty to believe that the conspiracy isn't true, even if it's true. <laughs> Like uh, even if yeah. it's true, so I, even if there was a conspiracy to kill Kennedy, mm-hmm. the ethical position in our society is to believe Oswald was the single shooter. I I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take it out of the realm of, of JFK, and I'm okay. gonna put it. I, I to to support your point. So it. I, I this is just a fact. It's not a. It's not. A, so that's what happens, right? And this is the other, you know, more um, I think widely um, distributed problem with conspiracy theories is that like they are distribu- distributed and they propagate and, and they, they proliferate based entirely on their unprovability because right. if you can prove it, it's just a fact. Right. 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 But I think this last point you made that you have to believe, like you have to disbelieve it even if it is a fact. Uh, the diamond industry, um, it, for a long time, the people were suspicious that diamonds had the value that like diamond companies say they do that like there's actually so money that it, there's so many in the world that that it's not worth the money there's so so much in the world that that they're actually worthless and that's actually true it's actually true and so what 
the you know De Beers like what they wanted to do because they realized that they were sitting on too much and it would just kill the value of the diamond is that the the whole this is what people said like yeah the whole idea that it's connected to like marriage and ceremony and unbreakable bonds that's a conspiracy so you pay more it's like yes it is <laughs> that's not a conspiracy that's actually true right that's right. how it has value it, but I think I understand in, like you, like like thinking it through critically. Mm-hmm is fundamentally different in its logic than believing the conspiracy. Yeah. That's what you're Yeah, that is what right? I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. And th- and then I think also like uh, if <laughs> I mean with this one it's a little bit it's a little bit different from like a government conspiracy, but it's like yeah, so you're right, but it doesn't if you if you loved someone and you wanted to give them something, you spent time and it's a diamond something and it's meaningful to you and it's meaningful to that person. The fact that it's act, the value of it is based on a conspiracy. I don't think it it takes away from whatever it is that that emotion or sentiment it is you're trying to say to that person. You don't think all jewelry is ideological? Of course, I think it is. But I, this is the like I'm trying to. Of course, it's ideological. But I think nonetheless, I yeah. think the uh, as a as a token, right? Yeah. Like you, you know. You've given me books. You've signed your name in it. You you put messages in it, and that means something to me. Let's not you know? be equating books with jewelry. <laughs> well, it's Come not. on. No, but what I mean is, it's the gesture. That's I got what it. I'm I understand your point. I understand yeah. your point. I'm just. I just. Uh, I love my own purity on not wearing jewelry, so <laughs> it's a little bit. Except just, for that hat I'm seeing you wear right now. I mean, is a hat jewelry? Well, it's, I a, guess. it's a bit of adornment. It I is, suppose. I guess. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> but it's to cover up my bald head, right. um, <laughs> which makes which it is, more obvious that you're bald. It does, of yeah. course, but it's part of the symbolic lie, yeah. which is what I want to get to exactly yeah, yeah, next. Yeah, so, yeah. so I think, and this is what I was getting at with the Kennedy. Obviously, I don't think we should accept bald faced lies. I think that's what you're saying about the diamond thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. But I do think not accepting the basic symbolic fiction Mm -hmm. is uh, is a psychotic position, basically. And I think that there is a link between conspiracy theory, which is paranoia, Mm -hmm. which is a kind of psychosis, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think my point would be that that you have to accept this foundational fiction mm-hmm. of the symbolic. Lacan, it's this in Seminar 24, which he's on the verge of. It's 1977, so he's already on the verge of senility. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is maybe the last lucid thing that he says. He says, the real says the truth, but it doesn't speak. And one must speak in order to say anything at all. The symbolic, that is the symbolic structure, only says a lie when it speaks, and it speaks a lot. Mm-hmm. So I think that's an interesting thing about conspiracy theory, right? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. so, so you, the conspiracy theorist thinks I can get straight to the real truth, truth yeah. the truth that the real speaks. Mm-hmm. But Lacan's point is all you can, the only speaking that there is is symbolic speech mm-hmm. in the fiction. So mm-hmm. thus you have to get at the truth only indirectly, right? Yeah, and I think yeah. that idea of indirection, you were talking about that earlier. I think that's really important for conspiracy Thinking against conspiracy yeah. theory is mm-hmm. that you can only get at the truth through indirection. Mm-hmm. Not there's no direct path. No. It. Yeah. Right. There's no. There's no main line to the secret truth of the universe. Right. 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 And like um, first you yeah. accept the symbolic fiction, mm-hmm. then you work through the fiction to find the truth. This right? is we talked about this with the Hegel's phenomenology. Right. Like that's right. a big point in the, the beginning. truth is not a minted coin that comes mm-hmm. is freshly available. To yeah. Us, right. Yeah, right. and the fiction does not uh, fall away like dross from pure. 
metal, right? right, right. Yeah, right. That's a great line. Yeah. Um, it, you you need you need the fiction to to. We, we've said this in a number of different ways in yeah. this podcast, right? Right. Like it's not Nick Carraway is an unreliable narrator, so you can't trust anything he says. No, it is because he's an unreliable narrator that you can trust what he says. Right. And then yeah. you read what he says through the fact that he's an unreliable narrator. Right. So that's how you you can understand Gatsby and Daisy and their relationship. Exactly. You. What is his blind spot? What is his? You know, we've said this in different ways. Yeah. Is like, like students sometimes will say, "We're like, I just want like unbiased information." It's like, no, you don't. That that right. like it doesn't like that doesn't exist. Like that that's not not even the like, not even the calm like uh, uh, intentionally disaffected uh, NPR voice is you know is unbiased. Like you know, and that doesn't defeat that doesn't undermine the thing that the person is saying what your task is as the critical thinker is to spot the bias and use that to get double the information right you know right, and, right, and that that's right. and that's the, the thing with reading great Gats- you know great gatsby what's caraway's bias he thinks gatsby's a hero you know and yeah. and real and, and everything he did really meant something okay yeah. so now you know that and you're going to get double the information as you read that story it's a great point it's you know? a great point yeah yeah i think that's really good and i think that this, that this, re, uh, and I think you can understand why the in in, in this sense you, you said make more comfortable the conspiracy theory makes yeah. you more comfortable, but it's also an easier interpretive. Ju- See, I think it, yeah. it has the illusion of being of critical thinking, and not only that, but yeah. being a more difficult. Yeah. Inter- like look yeah. at all the interpretive steps I had to go through mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. get to this conclusion. Mm-hmm. But if you're not going through the fiction right then you're actually taking you're not really interpreting at all no you're just seeing the facts that are there albeit hidden facts obscured to the masses but i think in, what the act of interpretation is is to take what you just said about mm. i mean the gatsby example is pretty great but the diamond one would be would work too like you interpret it and you say what's really or you know, like a conspiracy theory about like the let's take the new Coke one. Sure. Oh, so, yeah, which is yeah. a, which is a great one, I think. So very quickly, in case people don't know, there is a conspiracy in I believe it was 1985. Yeah, it's my right when I was in high school. So that uh, so uh, Coca-Cola as a company, this is true. Uh, they were nervous about Pepsi because they Pepsi they were losing a little market share to them. younger people. Younger people and because and, yeah. Pepsi was sweeter and they thought that young kids like things that were sweet. Young kids would become adults who would prefer Pepsi over Coke. All right. And so they thought they needed to sweeten their formula. So they had this thing come out called New Coke. New it Coke. was it utter disaster within two years they came back with coca-cola classic right. and they sold far more than they had before right. and and pe- gradually they used to add, at first they had both at the same time so you yeah. could have new coke or coke classic yeah and then they phased out new coke altogether and finally coca-cola classic just became coca-cola Cola. again yeah yeah but now Ryan's going to say what happened. What's yeah, happened? well, so the so what people think is they did that on purpose to to because uh, because they wait so you, about the high fructose corn syrup. That's what yeah. I was going to say, right? Yeah, so yeah. because they rep- when they introduced Coca Cola Classic, they did not use the same formula, mm-hmm. but replaced cane sugar yeah. with high fructose corn syrup because it was cheaper and all of the farm subsidies in America like goes to like anything right. that has to do with corn and corn syrup right. and this is one of those things where like I've used this in an exam- uh, as an example and it's worse for you it's much worse for you yeah, yeah. I, so although I know people that say sugar is sugar so mm. but I don't think that I so yeah. well no, I, I, I've used this example before I don't know if I brought it up on the podcast before but um, if you ever see the, it's sometimes referred to as Mexican coke 
and that's coke. oh that has sugar in that it. Ha- that's coke with real sugar yeah that's real coke but it's funny it's like <laughs> it's colloquially called like mexican uh, coke like it's oh it's like fake right but it's that's actually real coke the thing that's called coca-cola classic is uh changed i've altered. seen in the yeah. case like things that say classic mountain dew or something or like yeah they, i think they have started to introduce these real sugar yeah drinks back into the into the populace, yeah, the, the yeah, mainstream. yeah. But so anyway, anyway so the, the theory, point, yeah. so the conspiracy is that they introduced new coke on purpose yeah. just to pull this little bait and switch mm-hmm. over to a period of two years. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, yeah. so what's interesting is that it avoids the act of interpretation, which says, no, the introduction of new coke. For one thing, it, 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 what it, what it fails to see is that capitalism is capable of failing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that and I think the other what's nice about this theory is that it doesn't see the way in which the capitalist has to appeal to the consumer, mm-hmm. and that the consumer can say no. Yeah, and and thus your agency in the perpetuation of your own subjection as a capitalist subject mm-hmm, is, mm-hmm. is 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 made evident mm-hmm. in the in the failure of new coke i think yeah, so i think yeah. there's a way and i think one thing that that can, the conspiracy theory and paranoia in general is great at doing is at the on the one hand making it all centered on you yeah right right but taking all agency away from you right like right. you yeah, didn't yeah, yeah, yeah. i didn't do it mm-hmm. i wasn't part of the reason that i'm mm-hmm. not part of coke's you know, domination of the world. I'm I not, didn't vote for Bush. I didn't vote for Bush. I'm <laughs> yeah. not part of the fact. I remember a, a bunch of uh, in the 1990s. I think a few South Africans died at a coke plant, mm. and people were outraged. But I'm not part of it. I did or Apple, like yeah. when people are dying in Foxconn or kids yeah. are dying in yeah, the yeah, Congo. Yeah. Like I, like if it's part of Tim Cook's or Apple's some kind of conspiracy, then I my own buying of the iPhone. I'm no longer. Yeah. I mean, and I think the new Coke thing is a way of saying they always know what they're doing. Right. So it didn't matter what we do. What we do. Yeah. 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 No, I think I think that's a great point. And, it, and that uh, believes, again, uh, completely in the idea of like the, uh, the the non-fallibility, again, the non-lacking other. Right. Right. That you're, you're just, to go back to Shakespeare, all the world is a stage <laughs> and all the men and women, you know, you know players. Right. And that you're playing your role right. and your part. And it's a very uh, Foucauldian kind of, I think, cynical gesture. Right. Um, right. And the th- that's just not it's it again. I mean, I'm going to go back to the, to the thesis of it. It's just it's it's comforting. It's right. right like like right, you, right. you can see the truth and also you are powerless to stop it. Right. And that's why I think that. Conspiracy theory is depoliticization. Yeah, it's a turning good. of politics into moral questions. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. these people did this little cabal did immoral acts mm-hmm. rather than there's a larger political structure that we need to try to change. So it yeah, yeah, takes yeah. away the agency for change, but it also takes away even looking at what we should be trying to change. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because it's a moral question. Right. And I think any I mean there's certainly moral questions. Like when I'm walking down the street, should I shoot my neighbor or should I say hi? Yeah. But, but I think the most basic moral question. It's a question I struggle with every time yeah. I walk down the street. I appreciate if I shot him. He's a second amendment guy. <laughs> but he looks depressed. Oh, right. Yeah. Yes. So maybe doing him a favor. Doing him a favor. Right. So, but, but most questions I think that we think are moral are really political. Mm. And so mm. I think, 
I think that the, the we take it easy on our. I think one way to 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 lessen the burden of that is to turn those political questions into moral questions mm-hmm. because. The, often the morality concerns someone else, yeah. not us. And yeah. so I think that's one of the dynamics at work in, in the conspiracy theory. Definitely. I also want to say, just yes. I'll bring up, to, that I think a couple little last, maybe not last, but whatever, yeah. um, things. I think it's interesting that conspiracy so much more, and this is tied to what I just said, mm-hmm. so much more target government than capital. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the new Coke one kind of kind targets of, capital. Yeah, yeah. But... Like, think of the ones we mentioned. JFK is a government. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, 9-11, absolutely. Oh. Sandy Hook, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Almost everyone. They, I mean, it's very difficult to think of. Like, is there an Apple conspiracy? Is there a Google know. conspiracy? There's the diamond one, that the example I gave. The but diamond. That's, but, that's, but I think that's just, just, just to your point is, like, I, I don't know that I can think of. I don't think I can think off the top of my head. Uh secular conspiracies right like, well it's also know. related to the right secular conspiracy yeah. it's also related to the way that we're much more afraid of our data being stolen by the NSA right the government than by any private company and yeah. you, you have a great example of this about is it at URI where you oh is that Brown, Brown University yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Brown University yeah the um yeah, the, the, yeah, the students, there, there was a coffee, I don't know if, if it was just a pop-up shop or if it exists yeah. full-time, but like it would, it was taking, uh, it would give students free coffee for just like information about their major and like, you know, what, what are they, where do you, I don't know, like where do you see yourself in five years, that kind of thing. And uh, everyone was like, like, nobody really had a problem with it. Like there, yeah. there, I think that some students tried to make this like a problem and they were kind of roundly defeated by, by the interests of others who were like, who cares? It's like, I get free coffee. It's like, and it's like, no, if you're getting a free something for like just a little bit of information, that means your information is worth so much more than whatever that coffee costs. Right. And, uh, and, but also like the, it is funny that, like, what if the CIA came to campus? No one would. Oh, my God. Beca- and you know, said, yeah. not just a free coffee. We'll give you, like... A thousand dollars. thousand dollars. thousand. I think ever. I, I don't think anyone would say yes for a thousand dollars. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. Whereas a free coffee, they're willing to say yes because it's a private... Now, that, to me, is a sign of a really... Pro- that's a real problem. I think it's, it's because the... CIA maybe is the wrong one. Like no, no, just no, 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 no. I think it, no. I think it's no. I think it works because the degree to which, um, <laughs> the degree to which, like giving over your information to private companies structures and founds just day to day life. Absolutely, it's like so. It's actually so. Maybe like if you, you know, turn off cookies, you can't even go onto certain websites. You can't go to websites. You can't right, even do. Right. You can't even do browsing. Right. Whatever, wherever. I'm it is sad. I know what cookies are in yeah. that sense. <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah, I do. But that's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. it's it, it. Yeah, it's. it's a, I think it's an example. Like the and so that's like sort of um, goes back to this other thing, which is like it's always suspicion. Of the government, like that's like a isn't that a, that's like a bumper sticker, right? Like about like I um, question authority, question authority. You know, just like um, I'm uh, like I'm afraid of the government. Like I love the like I support the troops. I'm afraid of the government. You know, like, I once saw I was driving on a highway in Texas, and and I I saw this sign that said. Uh, UN black helicopters stay out of Texas. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I thought. Well, that's an interesting because it was meant as an imperative, mm-hmm. like UN helicopters. St- 
but it should be read as a declarative. Like, they you stand. and helicopters, they stay out of Texas. <laughs> I thought that was so great. Well, that's a useful piece of information. I didn't know that. <laughs> it was at all like black and white letters. Yeah. It was very scary. Um, it was right next to a, a graveyard of undead or unborn children. You know, like they, those yeah. are very popular in yeah, Texas. Yeah. There. Um, yeah, yeah. Final word before uh, we have a, a tight five on the corporate conspiracies that you and I believe. Okay, but uh, first I want oh, to yeah. say something. One oh, yeah, last sure. conspiracy. Okay, okay, what do you got? Fluoridation. Oh, yes. Yeah, right. I find fluoridation pretty interesting yeah. because in the 50s, do you want to do your... Uh, Mandrake. <laughs> <laughs> so the great, uh, second greatest comedy of all time, Dr. Strangelove. Yeah. Um, is all about in, in the Has 50s. Has it ever occurred to you? Anyway. <laughs> yes, okay. Um, was about the right-wing fear that fluoridation was a commie plot. Yeah, right? yeah. I don't know how it worked. Like, it, yeah. like fluoridation... Weaken us. It's always about weakening. Weakening, right? okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, but now, no one on the right, I don't think... I don't think anyone There's that. any fear of fluoridation. No, no. But on the left, I think... It's part of the GMO thing, I think. I maybe, but yeah. you know, in in Burlington, they even have a Burlington, Vermont. They had a referendum to stop, like, and all these dentists had to come out and <laughs> campaign. <laughs> I was happy to see these dentists have to do something other than <laughs> drill people's teeth while they're unconscious. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I once don't be an anti dentite, all right. Well, I do want to yes. say this: that I once had a dentist who was honest with. I I love my current dentist, but he, <laughs> luckily he's not listening to this. I had a dentist. I'm like, do you know the movie Marathon Man? He's like, oh, of course. Yeah. And the in Marathon Man, Lawrence Olivier tortures Dustin Hoffman by drilling his his. His uh, uh, he like creates a takes yeah. out pulls a tooth and then drills yeah. at the nerve, and he and he keeps saying, "Is it safe? Is it safe?" And Dustin Hoffman has no idea what he's talking about. So mm-hmm. it's this this horrible torture scene, and I said to this dentist, "I said, do you do you know this film?" He's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, of course." And he goes, "And he goes, let me tell you a little secret." I'm like, "What?" He's like, "You know, in dental school, we sit around and we like eat popcorn and we like cheer during that scene." <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> and I was like, it's true. It's true. Like there's a secret perversion at the heart of all dentistry. Anyway. Uh, you know that that in Seinfeld, what's the difference between uh, a dentist and a sadist? Newer magazines. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so all these dentists had to come out and campaign for this. Yeah. This, mm-hmm. this. And it, I think eventually they kept the fluoridation. But it was a it was like it was a question. It was questionable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think the idea, so that's part of the way in which a lot of conspiracies on the left today are about health. Yeah, right? that's true. And I think that ties to the biopoliticization of our mm-hmm. world. Like all we're concerned about is how can we sustain life, mm-hmm. not about politics. So it's again about avoiding politics, but mm-hmm. this case not for morality, but for just survival. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. I th- um we were talking earlier about um, the refusal of the fundamental fiction, like the refusal of the symbolic, yeah. like to get directly at the truth. This could very easily, you said this before we started, this episode could very easily have been about uh, unpacking one of Lacan's famous dictums that the non-duped error, right. as in so, the non-duped make an error. Right, right. Yeah. So this could have been aphorism number three, three. but it's not. It's not, so, yeah. We'll uh, save that for another time. Save it for another time. But, so that that's the title of Seminar 21, which is neither published in French nor translated. Oh, so that's okay. interesting. So yeah. it's, what's interesting about that in French, and mm-hmm. this ties to your point about symbolic fiction, yeah. is 
Le, if I just say it, les sure. non pair, mm-hmm. that sounds exactly, so it means the non-duped heir, but it sounds exactly like the names of the father. father yeah. So it's, it's, it's a, it, in English, it's untranslatable, obviously. You, I guess you could put a slash, but mm-hmm. the title literally is written the non-duped heir, so you yeah. couldn't really do it. So that's pretty interesting. And I think that you have to, I mean, isn't his point, you have to, accept this initial lie of the name of the father right. in order to avoid the, when you say the initial lie of the name of the father the the like that the father father figure like that they, they know something right that they right. That actually just that they know well just that, that the way. initial signifier is that you accept it right yeah. like mm-hmm. that you accept it's in its well i don't do you think that they know or do you think that it's that you have to accept that signifier regardless of whether it's knowledgeable or not i tend to read the non-duped air together with transference which like you have to believe so you need the subject supposed to know you need the subject supposed to know you you have to you have to even though ultimately you realize the stupidity of the subject yes exactly you have you have to go to analysis and you got to believe that the analyst is going to tell you something about you and you do that for a while and then eventually you have to realize you know what uh, this person wouldn't know more about me than another person would, would know about me. And you, I think that this is... Or that like, the baseball hat is just an expression of baldness. <laughs> right, exactly. You have to go back to another example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, but you have to... And that this is Lacan's point, is you have to go... And, and Hegel's point, right? You yeah. have to move through that fiction and also not lose it. Like you, Right, you can't lose it, but also your relation to it changes. That yeah, I think yeah, that is true, important. right? Yeah. Like, I think you... Because... I think it, it changes in terms of the potency of the other, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That, that that you and so so yeah. So you you initially think that that initial fo- signifier or father, I think in the yeah. traditional sense, but let's just say initial signifier is potent. Yeah. And then the final revelation is it's necessary but impotent. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's, that's the like necessary good. but impotent mm-hmm, is, mm-hmm. and I think that's actually the best position that children can occupy relative to their parents. Mm. Like they were necessary, but impotent. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, and so you have to, I think at first you think your parents are powerful. Exactly. They know everything. They know everything and they can handle everything. And I, so, but I think understanding the castration of your parents is Mm -hmm. an incredibly important move toward emancipation. Right. Or yeah. And, and, and to, to put it another way, it's, it's not until you're, it's not until you're older. I think I saw this online. Somebody put it this way that like, it's not until you're older that you realize that when you were growing up, your parents were growing up too. Yeah. You know? And yeah. it's like, it's sort of this, it's, and I think that's sort of the same thing that's like this necessary, but impotent, like, you know, they were doing, this was the right thing in that moment. And yeah. then, and then, you know, you don't realize this as a kid, but like, you know, hours later, your parents are talking like, was that the right thing? Did I say the right thing? <laughs> right, right. It's like, I don't know if that was right. How do I go back on that? But not defeat. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's, that's the whole, yeah. that's, 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 but, but yeah. it's necessary yeah. that in some, that that's also obscure to the people, to the kids themselves. Cause then it's like, well, I don't have to listen to this person. And then right. when, then like they're, if they're yeah. saying, I don't know what I should do when I'm disciplining you here. I've read a bunch of different competing <laughs> theories Maybe I'm gonna be harsh, or maybe I'm gonna be lenient. I haven't quite. Yeah, try explaining that to a child, right? Yeah, like just as, as you're doing it, to a, to, to a total failure, yeah, right, right, right? Right? Even to a fourteen-year-old. Fourteen-year-old. Yeah, it's like, can we talk about this? Yeah, I have a, I have some charts. <laughs> I, I, yeah, just brought a. I'm Venn thinking diagram. of grounding you for two days, but or I'm gonna give you a prize. I mean, I, I, I can't decide. And what do you think? Well, what kind you... of prize? <laughs> yeah, right. right no, right. the whole the whole thing falls apart. Right, yeah, right. right. Uh, 
Okay, so maybe some conspiracy theories that we believe in, and or you want to talk about sports first? Well, th- no, because that's the same thing. Well, which, no, are is that true? Are there no? I other don't. Sp- be- I don't believe Paul is dead. You don't believe that? No, I don't believe a single conspiracy. No, I don't. I only. Be- I realized this when we were playing this episode. I only believe sports conspiracies. Is that really true? It's really true. There I, is not a single other conspiracy theory that you believe. No, it's just sports. Lincoln assassination. You think no. just Booth? No help. No help. Oswald, no help. No help. <laughs> what else? <laughs> Moon landing, of course. Moon landing. Of course I mean, happened. that's of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I. All the all the airline things, just all the airline things, like the Malaysia airline, the two oh. Malaysian airlines, all that stuff. Uh, just that. Well, I, is it even a conspiracy to say that it was shot by Russia? I mean, I don't even know if that's. A, well, no. I mean, yeah, yeah Ukraine yeah, yeah, clearly yeah, yeah, aided yeah. by Russia. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. not a conspiracy. No, I, I don't so, think, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. No, it's just I I I have an inclination that um, uh, yeah. You know, and so you don't think. Uh, Patrick Ewing to the Knicks, I think, is a little suspicious. Okay, I, so let's go for the two that we. <laughs> I I don't believe either of these. Yeah, I I. So you so here's the two. Yeah, and then we'll maybe talk about one other. Okay. So the anyone two, who doesn't, you know what? This would be pretty good because I can see the data on uh, iPhone, so I can see <laughs> people switching off this podcast. Yes, you can turn point. off right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Although there will be a little concluding remark. Sure, here. sure. But so they're tight five. We won't go on for too long. Okay, so th- this these concern the NBA National Basketball Association, uh-huh. right? Two yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And and the first one is about. So Patrick Ewing was a center for center is the Georgetown Georgetown, mm-hmm. and in 1985, five or six, yeah, 1986 draft, I think. No, 85, yeah. 85. 1985, there was a lottery system to see who got the first pick, and they put all these envelopes in a little hamper and mm-hmm. they spun it around, and the commissioner of the NBA, this guy named David Stern, reached in and picked out. He felt around, felt around. Rooted around, <laughs> picked out an envelope, uh-huh. and it turned out to be the New York Knicks. And the Knicks are the franchise in the biggest city in the United States, and so there was some sense that and they, they want. They well, they didn't have the odds either, I think, right? Or was that nothing? No, no, it was no odds no at the odds, slaughter. No odds at the slaughter. No okay. odds. So it was all just chance. All just chance. Okay. Uh, supposedly. Supposedly. <laughs> that, so, that's what they would have to believe. <laughs> so Ryan believes <laughs> that they froze or the, the corner was bent. I've well, I think the one. dominant theory is that they froze they the froze, envelope yeah. so that as he felt around the cold one, he pulled that one out. was the one to Which pull out. I love it. I just love it so much because I, my God, do I think that's creative? I think because to me, I, I think that's impossible. They found that, you know, that's the impossible happening. Like how do we get away? You know, the blind chance. But, I but, love it. But, but, but it's, doesn't this also point out? Mm-hmm. So this is why, we're still talking about the same thing. Doesn't it doesn't it point out the enjoyment that comes mm-hmm. from believing in a conspiracy? Yeah, theory? like you enjoy yeah, believing. I love it. That. It's great. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, so that sustains it as well, but, apart from comfort. Right. Yeah. But yeah. then they really have not done a good job of keeping the Knicks as the dominant no, franchise. No, 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 they've not. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, yeah, right. Right. So then, yeah, but it's a different commissioner now. But but, but yeah. even during Stern's whole career, the Knicks have were never good. And, no. And the one year they made the finals, why? didn't they get the like NBA refs it's not a conspiracy to say that they've thrown games because a guy went to jail for it exactly yeah yeah so and and the refereeing is a little questionable at times so 
that's I mean, there's another conspiracy theory about the Lakers and the Sacramento Kings in Game Six of. Uh, I don't know about that. Don't one know so that much. one. Okay, uh, but the, then the other one is that Michael Jordan, when he quit basketball to play a sport he sucked at for a couple of years, it was because baseball. But yes, baseball. Yeah. <laughs> um, he never made it out of the minor leagues, and he hit like 200. 200 which is kind of amazing. Right, in, because in a sense. let's just make clear that hitting a baseball is the hardest task in all of sports. I yeah, think. so to do it three times at a time, you'd be a Hall of Famer. Yeah. But the, well, that's not even just hitting it. That's hitting it where people aren't. Oh, that's aren't. true. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah, where, yeah hit it where they aim, right, Yogi Berra. <laughs> the, so the conspiracy theory is that um, Michael Jordan did, was forced, in a way... To leave the NBA because he, he's a well-known gambler. Well-known gambler. And Stern, same commissioner, couldn't ignore his gambling any longer. And at the time, the uh, suspension for gambling was, was two, life two was, years. Oh, it was two years. That's why. That's why I believe it. Yeah. Uh, so it wasn't like baseball where it was a lifetime suspension. Betting on sports. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like that. It was. Two, well, did Jordan bet on his own? We don't know whether he bet on his own team. We don't know, or if it was. It was a lot of like like betting during shoot arounds and practice. Right. That was the biggest one. Is that illegal? I mean, that's against NBA rules. Uh, Might have been. Yeah, I, I guess it was enough to. It was an. It, that was one symptom of like like wider spread thing, I and, and, I, and I think that. Some people are pretty sure that he did bet on his, on own, his own team. On his own team. He own should games. have been. Susp- I mean, Pete Rose was suspended for life from Major League Baseball yeah. for yeah. betting on his own team. Yeah, and and yeah, and that. So that's a conspiracy. Is that he went to go play baseball not because like he wanted to, but uh, but because he was de facto suspended, and it would be such so damaging to the sport to suspend the game's most transcendent star. For two years, and then to have, and then he came back two years later. Um, the other thing, though, and th- this is is where that between their championships? It is. Yeah, it is. Then they came back and won three more championships. Right when he came back, yeah. Wow. Um, the other thing, though, is that his father was murdered. Yeah. You know, and like, like it was, and he was the biggest star in basketball, and I could totally understand. You know. It's easy to not imagine athletes, particularly very, very famous athletes, as like being people or having emotions. It's, 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 it like I could maybe imagine not wanting to do baseball for a little bit. After, well, you know, can't I? Here's what I always thought yeah. about that. Like, yeah. he was just no one could guard him. Yeah. So maybe he was just felt like you know, this like is not Larry interesting. Bird on the West Coast trip where he shot only left-handed. Only left-handed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just think that we feel we're so idealized. That success will bring satisfaction. Yeah. That we fail to see that it actually brings the opposite. Yeah. And yeah. I think that conspiracy theory allows us not to confront that fact, which it's is pretty a, good. Which is a brutal fact, right? Like that, and I think it's a very. This has been a one note for me. This whole podcast, <laughs> a very anti-capitalist yeah. no, no, fact, no, because I think that's what that's the co- the capitalist. It's actually the communist gospel as well <laughs> that success brings hap- brings satisfaction yeah, or happiness yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah i think that that's so it's interesting i think that's i so i don't believe either of those but yeah, you yeah. believe both a little bit like enough enough en- enough for me to to yeah to, to 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 the other ones i believe are not actually can the other sports conspiracies i believe are like i think they're just fact like fifa is just so correct right and right, like it's, right. it's not even it's, they're not conspiracy theories. Like they're they're fact. Like right. things that Seth Blatter has done and and, and Michelle Platini and like and like, that that yeah. cities buy their yes, position. Yes, of course right, they do. Right, right, but right, just right. like that's not a conspiracy. Right. That's right. that's a fact. It's 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 so 
I don't know if I brought this up on the podcast before, but uh, but um, FIFA, I don't know if it was last year or the year before, they have made it a crime to um, speak out against FIFA. So, like, they, they found a way to make whistleblowing, like, a crime. Well, I think what's interesting about what you just said is you know whether the thing is a conspiracy or a fact based on how you feel when you articulate it. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you right. get this little jolt of a good feeling when you articulate then you know it's not a fact. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. it's a conspiracy. But yeah. if you just feel like, oh, that's just, I'm just saying a normal thing. Yeah. Then it's, it's, a, fact. it's a fact, not a conspiracy. It's pretty good. Right. right. I like that. Uh, so what were yours? Uh, Did you already talk about them? I already talked about them. What I I don't I don't think I do I maybe okay here's maybe mine. Yeah, I think I said this to you earlier and you thought it was kind of I think I believe Oswald was killed. Okay, I'm not sure if I believe there were multiple shooters, mm-hmm. but I kind of think Jack. It just seems to me. Like, <laughs> it seems to me like why was he killed before he could testify? Uh, yeah, sure. By a guy who was dying of can- almost dead, yeah. dying of cancer. Sure. <laughs> if you could see how Ryan's looking at me right now, I was very credulous or when he spoke. Yeah, you were very kind. I was very kind, but that- there was a lot less on the line. <laughs> uh, so you're probably right. I mean, you're probably right. It's probably, but I just, yeah. you know, I was Look, not. I will, I will, I'll concede. It's, 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 it's the most suspicious aspect of the whole thing. I think okay. not the not the second shooter. Right, all that other stuff. No, no, no. The magic but bullet, the, even yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, no, the Jack Ruby thing. That, I, yeah. It's just yeah. it's suspect, but yeah. but you're right. It's probably, you know, I think like. For a while, it was like seventy percent of Americans yeah. thought that there were multiple shooters and that there was some conspiracy involved. It's kind of funny that they dropped the Ruby thing because I, this is what I wonder. This would be my only thing. Like, like is that like if you it, okay? If somebody shot a president, I'm not. I don't want to make this very specific. A president. Okay. Yeah. All right. Who um, had an ardent uh, fan base? Let's say I would. Th- believe that somebody would try to kill that person right and you know i'd like i just i think that that's very easy for me to believe right you know and like you know it it, it isn't even the you know even the 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 worst i mean even the worst presidents would have their 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 defenders and i mean like worst in terms of like least loved you know and and like i mean jfk was a beloved president right right you know and uh so that's so that mitigates for me a little bit of the the suspicion that I could just I like I could see something like that. Um, well, he was also hated. Yeah. The, the, what's but, odd yeah. is Oswald wasn't a right winger. Right. I mean, that's what's odd. Yeah. Like Oswald was more of a leftist. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had been to the Soviet Union. He was. I mean, he wasn't like one of these right wingers that hated Kennedy because he was going to integrate schools. Yeah. Which also wasn't exactly clear. Which is weird about the the Stone. Conspiracy oh, JFK. Like we could have a contest of which is Oliver Stone's worst film, and that would be maybe close. Yeah. Um, uh, and but what's weird about it is he thinks it's part of a. Uh, Oliver Stone does. Oliver Stone thinks that the assassination is part of an attempt to get us into Vietnam. Oh, I see. To to stop Kennedy's radical leftist agenda. Mm-hmm. But it's Kennedy's death. And Johnson's ascendance that actually allowed the civil... I mean, mm-hmm. look, I don't think Johnson's a great guy. Yeah. But he he did lead the civil rights. I mean, he yeah. he acceded to... I mean, King is the engine, right? And, of course. And that's the engine. But 
Johnson, he was on, he got on board. And so, and it wasn't clear that Kennedy had that much, because of who he was, like Johnson as a Southerner Mm -hmm. was able better, I think, to do it than Kennedy would have been. So I think it's, I think it's weird to say that he was killed as, and, and Kennedy was. Well, but I, this is, isn't this all the, isn't everything you're saying is like, this is all the proof. Like one of our, our big, our big points in the, like in the, the whole podcast has been that the belief, uh, in the plan, the complete plan, yeah. it is undone when you actually look at how contingent, like everything right. ended up being. Right. right. So like, so I was like, like, well, that doesn't make sense because it's like, yeah, of course it doesn't make sense. It's because like there was not a plan. Right. Right. So right. that, and that's, you know, and, and, and well, that, that yeah. comes back to this idea of contingency and necessity, which we yeah. actually, it comes back to, but we haven't talked about it. Like yeah. that is, it's a good ending point because yeah. I think the, 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 and it, well, it comes back in a sense, like it comes back to this denial of the real, like yeah. the denial of that, any point of interruption of the plan, mm-hmm. any point of contingency that just, like things just happen. Yeah, right. right. And that everything it doesn't fall the symbolic necessity. And yeah. I think that's what conspiracy theory denies and that's what I don't know, theory mm. uh, <laughs> yeah. affirms. Yeah. Right? No, yeah. I love it. And that is a nice quilting point. Okay. <laughs> Over and out, Ryan. Over and out, Todd. <laughs>